Every day they pass me by I can see it in their eyes Empty people filled with care Headed who knows where On they go through private pain Living fear to fear Laughter hides their silent cries Only Jesus hears People need the Lord People need the Lord At the end of broken dreams He's the open door People need the Lord People need the Lord When will we realize People need the Lord We are called to take His light To a world where wrong seems right What could be too great a cost For sharing life with one who's lost In His love our hearts can feel all the grief they bear They must hear the words of life Only we can share People need the Lord People need the Lord At the end broken dreams He's the open door People need the Lord People need the Lord When will we realize that we must give our lives for people need the Lord people need the Tonight, we are so thrilled to have with us 
Brother Black, and he's going to come and proclaim the Word of God. I'm not sure if he's singing tonight or not, but either way, whatever he has in store for us, I'm sure the Lord's in it all. You preach, brother. God bless you. back again tonight. Looking forward to, to uh, fellowshipping with you a little bit after the service. If you don't have to run off, stop by the book table and make sure you, if you haven't gotten one already, make sure you get a prayer card. Uh, so, so important that we, uh, that we pray for one another. Amen. Uh, prayer is, uh, is, is a very important part of the ministry. And uh, so anyhow, that, that little reminder, uh, you know, is a, is a good thing. So anyway, stop by and pick up one of those and uh, take a look at some of the books on the table. Maybe there'll be something back there that'll be a, a help to you. going to try to sing a song for you before we get into the message. Could it be that up in heaven... God is sitting on his throne, anticipating another sinner will soon become his own. Years of wasted living and years of toil and strife are just about to be over as he receives the gift of life. Go sound the horn, strike up the choir, a sinner is saved, saved from the fire, no more in darkness, he's received my son, all heaven rejoices, that's the value a willing servant to simply do his part. Can you imagine up in heaven the joy there is that day as a sinner bows his head to pray and to hear the Father say, go sound the horn, strike up the choir. Sinner is saved, saved from the fire, no more in darkness, he's received my son, all heaven rejoices, that's the value of one, start construction on his mansion, there on Hallelujah Street, he doesn't know yet what is waiting when the Savior he'll meet, he'll meet. Go sound the horn, strike up the choir, a sinner is saved, saved from the fire. Son, all heaven rejoices. That's the value of one. All heaven. 
heaven rejoices. That's the value of one. Open your Bibles with me tonight to the Gospel of John. John chapter 4. If you're placed in the scriptures and are able, would you stand with me for the reading of God's word again tonight? John chapter 4, and we'll begin in verse 35. Say not ye, there are yet four months, then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white, all ready to harvest. Now, I'll tell you what, it doesn't take a whole lot, a whole lot of thinking to realize that, you know what, there's a harvest out there. I mean, there are, there are scores of unsaved people all around us. I mean, in our neighborhoods, in our communities, all over the world, uh, <clears throat> folks need the Lord, amen, people... People need the Lord, Pastor. They they need they need the Lord. Can you imagine where we would be? Think for a minute. If somebody hadn't given you the gospel, where would you be? And, and there are so many out there. The fields are white. Uh, they're they're ready to harvest. Uh, I was raised on a farm. I know what it's like when it's time to to to, to uh, go out and reap the harvest. You better do it because your time is limited. If you don't go reap the harvest when it's ready, uh, you, know, you, can, you can lose a harvest. And uh, this time of year, we're seeing, we're seeing a lot of corn harvested. Uh, I, I remember seeing, and you probably have too, you've seen cornfields uh, that are still standing in January, February. It's too muddy, too much snow, and, and eventually, maybe March, you get a dry day or a frozen day when the snow's not too deep, and they can go out and finish the harvest. But I guarantee you, it wasn't as good a harvest as it would have been if they could have got to it uh, a, a little earlier in the fall when, when the harvest is usually uh, harvested. You see, uh, when the corn is usually uh, combined or picked. Hey, I'll tell you what, the fields are white unto harvest. Now notice verse 36. And he that reapeth receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit into life eternal, that both he which soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. Now this is not the message, but I want, I want, I want to show you something here. He says, He that soweth and he that reapeth rejoice together. Have you ever been disappointed when you went out sowing and you talked to somebody about the Lord and they didn't get saved? I mean, we all are, aren't we? I mean, I, I mean we just come away kind of hanging our head and saying, I, I, I failed, I didn't, I didn't do something right, they didn't get saved. But you planted seed. You planted seed. And somebody else may come along and reap the harvest, and you'll, and you'll be blessed for that. I, 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 um, I just can't help but think that right now, it just, it just crossed my mind, I want to share with you. Uh, remember the, the saddest statement in our King James Bible, uh, I believe, is where Agrippa told the Apostle Paul, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. But Paul was persuaded. He was planting seed. Amen? It would not surprise me to see Agrippa in heaven someday. <laughs> I mean, we think, almost persuaded, he's lost, he went to hell. I, we don't know he went to hell. The Bible doesn't tell us that. The Bible tells us he had some seed planted in his heart. 
And I don't know that somebody else might come along and reap that seed. Don't get discouraged in your soul winning when you don't lead somebody to Christ. You just be faithful. You just be faithful to plant the seed. Amen? And uh, one soweth and another reapeth. But uh, he says in verse 37. But look at verse 36 again. And he that reapeth receiveth wages. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, I pray now that you would uh, just take full control of the service again tonight. Lord, we thank you for the folks that have come out. And, Lord, I realize that many, no doubt, are working. And, and uh, Lord, it's, it's, it's a weeknight. And uh, people have things going on. They just cannot be here. But, Father, some of these folks uh, probably could have made excuse and not come. And nobody would have said a thing. But, uh, Lord, some of them maybe haven't had supper yet. And some of them got right off work and, and rushed over to get here. And, and, God, I just pray you'd bless them in a special way. Uh, now, Lord, uh, I need you tonight. And I pray you touch me. Help me, Father. I just want to be a blessing to these folks. And we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. I want to preach to you on the subject tonight. Beware of fraud in missions. Beware of fraud in missions. Uh, go, to, go to Matthew 13 and verse 38. Matthew 13. Verse 38, in parable here, and Jesus, Jesus makes something clear in this parable. Verse 38 says, The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. The tares are the children of the wicked one. He tells us that the, that the field is the world. Now, you and I, Matthew, uh, uh, Jesus commanded his church, Mark 16 and verse 15, he commands us to go into all the world and preach the gospel. So the, 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 we're, we're, to go, we're go, to go into the whole world. You and I are, are responsible for taking the entire gospel to, to, the, to the world. I mean, to every creature on the face of this globe. Amen? That's, that's our responsibility to take the gospel to the, to the entire world. Now, uh, uh, the, 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 the world and the field are synonymous. All right, so we are, to, we are to take the gospel to the world. Now, he told us back here in John chapter 4, we just read it a little while ago, uh, yet say not there are four months, then cometh the harvest. Uh, behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields. They're white unto harvest. The fields are white unto harvest, and somebody's got to get out into the field and reap the harvest because the fields are ready. The field is the world. You and I are to, are to get out there into the world and, and, and reap the fields, reap the harvest. We are commanded to get into, to go into all the world. Now, again, uh, this is our responsibility. You see, the, the commission, I touched on it, on it last night. Uh, Jesus gave a commission to his church. Uh, he, uh, uh, he built his church, first of all. He, he promised he would build it upon this rock. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And, uh, and, and I believe that, ba- that church was a Baptist church. And by the way, if you, if you don't have or have not read a little book entitled The Trail of Blood, every Christian needs to read that book. Uh, I've got them back on the book table, not trying to get rich off anybody. They're only $3. Uh, but it, it'll help you to understand why we say that. that. That may sound to some like a bold statement, like, you know, that's... A, uh, that's, you know, I don't know what's with him. You know, he really thinks he's somebody, you know. And, and no, uh, hey... 
uh, we're talking Bible and history will verify the fact that Jesus started a church and it, and it was a Baptist church. So you want, you want to read the Trail of Blood. It would be, it'd be good for you to, to look at. But anyway, uh, that, that church gave a, got a, received a commission from Christ to take the gospel into the whole world and, and to, uh, uh, to go out into, into, the, into this world and, and reap the fields that, that God had given them. Now, uh, this is a command of the church. Now, he understands that you and I personally, we can't cover the whole field. We can't cover all the world. Uh, we're limited. We can only be in one place at one time. Now, now, the Lord is omnipresent. He can be everywhere. And praise God, He can, because uh, you and I don't have power to save a soul. <laughs> we, can, we can give the gospel, but we can't save a soul. But if we're faithful to give the gospel, His presence and the power of the Holy Spirit is with us, and He's omnipresent. He can be everywhere, and He's the one that saves the souls. But you and I can't be everywhere. And so, so the Lord realizes that, and he, he calls out laborers to help us reach the parts of the world that you and I cannot get to. All right, those laborers we, we refer to as missionaries. In, uh, in Luke, uh, Luke chapter 10, verse 1 and 2, after these things, the Lord appointed other seventy also and sent them two and two before His face into every city and place whither He Himself would come. And there He appointed seventy people to go out. Uh, you could call them missionaries, I guess. They, they were sent out before the Lord to cover some territory. Verse, uh, verse 2 then. Uh, Therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. So the, 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 uh, the harvest is plenteous. Uh, the, the, you know, look on the fields. They're white into harvest. The harvest is plenteous, but the, the laborers are few. So, so the Lord says, uh, he says, we need to pray and ask him to send forth more laborers because we need laborers out in the harvest. Now, it's our responsibility to reap the harvest. The fields are ours. Is it not our responsibility to reach the world? And if the world is the field, whose fields are they? They're ours. They're our fields. We, we are responsible for, for reaping the harvest in the fields of the world. And we can't do it by ourselves, so, so we em employ missionaries to go on our behalf and cover areas that, that, that we cannot get to. Uh, and, and praise God, as a team, we, we accomplish a, a whole lot as we work together and, and we, we say, Lord, we need, we, need more, we need more laborers. Pray the Lord of the harvest will send forth more laborers into the, into the field. And, and I hope you've been praying this week, Lord, uh, would you call somebody to go to the mission field, maybe out of our church? Now, now be careful because the Lord might call you, all right? If you're going to pray and ask the Lord to call somebody, be willing. Let, let the Lord speak to your heart, too. Really, I, 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 I believe, this is my personal opinion, okay? I, I, this is my opinion. I believe that every Christian ought to surrender to be a missionary. Every Christian, every, every church member ought to surrender to be a missionary. Now, now don't get scared, Pastor. They're, they're not, if they all surrendered, God's not going to call them all, okay? <laughs> Some of you won't surrender because you'll say, you'll say, but Brother Black, I can't do it. Well, if that's, if that's a true statement, don't you think he knows? But... I believe he'd appreciate a willing heart. 
I'm willing to go. And the Lord says, I appreciate your willing heart, but no, I, I can't use you on the mission field. I need you here at Community Baptist Temple. <laughs> and the Lord understands all that, but we ought to be willing to go. Amen? We ought to be willing. So anyhow, be praying, praying that the Lord would send forth laborers into His harvest. Now, uh, we read about those laborers there in, uh, in, in John chapter 4. Uh, he, uh, he tells us, verse, uh, verse 36, And he that reapeth, those are the laborers, he that reapeth receiveth wages. So the laborers that are going out into the harvest to reap the fields, they are to receive wages, my Bible tells me. Uh, go with me over to, to 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy. Chapter 5. Look at verse 17 and 18. The elders that rule well be counted, let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture saith, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn. And the laborer is worthy of his reward. So the laborer is worthy of his reward. When the laborer goes out into the field to reap the harvest, he's worthy of a reward. We are, we are uh, told that we are not to muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn. If the ox is out working in the field, uh, he shouldn't have to work around the corn and see all that corn there and go hungry. No, he, he needs to be allowed to eat of the corn as he's, as he's working uh, in, in the field. You don't muzzle the ox. Uh, and you, and you, don't, you don't send a laborer out into the field and, and not reward him for his work. He is to be rewarded for his work. He, he tells us in verse 17, the elders that rule well, that's, those are pastors, let the, let the pastors, uh, let the good pastors, in other words, amen, be counted worthy of double honor especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. According to, according to God's word, uh, your pastor, a good pastor, is worthy of, of double honor. Now, I take that to, to mean he's, he's worth twice what the average man, average man in the church makes. Okay? Now, I realize sometimes a church cannot do that, but our heart ought to be, you know, I know my pastor's worth that. He's probably worth more than we're paying him. Uh, we, we need to recognize the value of the man of God uh, in, our, in our lives. You see, he's, he's important in our lives. Uh, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to lay a foundation here and, and build something where, where you'll, you'll see it. It'll all come together here in just a moment. But, but the laborer, whether he is a pastor working in the church, whether he's a staff at the church, uh, somebody working in this ministry, he's worthy of his reward. But but you send out laborers to reap your harvest out into the world, out into the fields, and they too are worthy of a reward. You don't muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn. Go with me to James. James 5. James 5 and verse 1. Go to now, ye rich men, weep and howl, for your miseries shall come upon you. Your riches are corrupted, and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver is cankered, and the rust of them shall be a witness against you, and shall eat your flesh as it were fire. Ye have heaped up treasure for the last days. Now, <clears throat> uh, this, is, this is the average church. 
All right, and I didn't say this is Community Baptist Temple. I said this is the average church, all right? Uh, the average church, uh, we are wealthy. And, and now you're probably saying, oh, Brother Black, of course it's not Community Baptist Church. Uh, we're not wealthy people. We don't, we don't have much. But, but, but stop, and, stop and think with me for just a moment. Uh, most of us have a roof over our heads. Amen? Uh, I, I mean, uh, most of us rode to church in a vehicle of some sort. We didn't have to walk miles to get here. I, I, I mean, I, I would say that most of us have a stove and refrigerator, maybe even a microwave in our home, right? You know, and, and they're probably, the, the stove, I mean, the, the refrigerator, I hope the stove's not stocked. The refrigerator, I hope, is stocked well. <laughs> Things in the cupboard, there's, there's something to eat at the house, right? Uh, most of us have carpets on the floor, don't we? Uh, we have a soft mattress to lay on. Uh, we've got we've got blankets to pull up over us when when we get cold. Uh, I, I mean, we are we are really blessed people here in America. Uh, uh, we uh, we have plenty to eat, don't we? Uh, I mean, most of us have more than enough. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and uh, and some of us, I'm speaking to myself, some of us sport that quite well. Uh, <laughs> we uh, hey, folks, by the world standards, we're wealthy people. We are, we are wealthy people. But now notice what he, what he says here in verse 4. He, he tells us in the, here in the first three verses, you know, we're, we're, we're really rich folk, okay? Uh, but verse 4, Behold, the hire of the laborers who have reaped down your fields, which is of you kept back by fraud, crieth. And the cries of them which have reaped are entered into the, vo- into the ears of the Lord of the Sabbath. The hire of the laborers who have reaped down your fields. Uh, whose are the fields? Who do they belong to? Now, we're talking the world, right? The field is the world. Now, now we've, got, we've, got fields, we've got fields all around the world. And we've got laborers. We've got missionaries out there reaping, reaping our, our, our fields on our behalf. And he, he tells us that, that the, the hire of the laborers who have reaped down our fields which is of you or of, of us, kept back by fraud, crieth. Some of the laborers working out on the fields haven't got a paycheck. And that lack of a paycheck is crying up to the Lord, saying an injustice has been, done, has been committed. Remember, remember when uh, Cain slew Abel? Uh, the Lord said, his blood's crying from the ground. You see, their, their, their injustice is crying out to God and saying it's not right. No, no, it didn't say that the missionary is crying out to God, but God saw the injustice. God saw that, that there was some fraud committed there, and he, that, that missionary reaped down our fields, and, and, and his, his reward was kept back, and the cries of them which have reaped are entered into the ears of the Lord of the Sabbath. Now, when a missionary goes out, he deserves to get his, his pay. He, deser- he deserves his support. And if he doesn't receive the, res- the, the, the support that he needs to accomplish the work, he can't accomplish it very well, can he? And, and we would say, well, Brother Black, uh, of course, if I, if I hire somebody, I'm going to pay. Well, hey, you wouldn't hire somebody to mow your lawn and not pay them, would you? Of course we wouldn't. But some folks 
Some folks have the mentality that I can get a missionary to go work for me in another part of the world and I don't have to pay. Remember, whose responsibility is to reach the world? Well, it's the pastor. No. Well, it's the church. Yes. Okay, who's the church? Okay, come on now. It's, it's you folk, right? Now, my church is in Ravenna. And, and, I'm, and it's part of my responsibility. It's my responsibility to reach missionaries that are, that are working on behalf of Bethel Baptist Church in Ravenna. But every one of us sitting in this room and the folks that weren't able to come tonight that are members of this church, we all, you see, all have a responsibility to pay those who work for us. You see, one day, one day this church is going to get a reward for reaching parts of the world that you've never dreamed of. Places you've never been to, people you've never seen. You couldn't speak their language, but you'll hear them one day come up and thank you. But on that day that they come up and thank you for giving to the Lord, I wonder if you'll have a funny feeling inside. I don't deserve it, thank you. When the faith promise offering was taken, I didn't participate. I got lumped in on the reward, but I didn't do my part to pay his wages. See, we read in John 4 and verse 36, He that reapeth receiveth wages. He that reapeth, he that goeth out into the harvest and, and reaps the harvest, he's to receive wages. But, but many of those folks, uh, they're out there trying to reap the harvest and, and, uh, and, and their, their reward, their wages have been kept back by fraud according to God's Word. Now, now God, takes, God takes care of, of His churches. All right, I mean, of his of his his missionaries, of his people, God God will take care of his servants, uh, but but they may not be as effective as they could be had they received the wages that they need to do the work on the field. Sometimes they're they're really limited as to what they can accomplish because they don't have enough wages. Just like you are limited in what you can accomplish in your home, if you don't have the proper wages that you need. Well, so what do you do? You go out and you try to find another job. You try to make more money. You try. You you, you cut back. You, you can't do as much. Uh, maybe you can't uh, uh, you can't take care of the, the place like you'd like to, and so things start to go into disarray because you don't have the finances to do it all. What do you think the missionary does on the field? Going out and getting another job is usually not an option, and so the work has to suffer. He can't accomplish what he would otherwise. The Lord will take care of him. But he may not be as effective in our field as we wish he was. You hire somebody, you want them to do a good job. You want them to be prompt. You want them to get the work done in a, in a timely fashion. And, and, and you want quality work, right? I want the same on the foreign field. Even more so because it's not my money, it's his. And I want to make sure that when, when a missionary that I'm supporting is working on the field, I want to make sure he has everything he needs because I don't want him to sit down and say, well, I just can't work today because I just, I just can't make it. I can't make ends meet. Don't have the gas to get out and, and take the van out, out around and pick up folks for church tonight. Well, I guess, I guess it'll just be the wife and I. I don't want to hear that. 
I want him to be able to get out into the field and reap the harvest because it's going on my account. They're my fields. I don't, want, I don't want to miss out on something, and I certainly don't want it to be my fault that he can't do his job. I, 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 don't, want, I don't want to be blamed on that. Now, now, we've got to stop and think here for a moment. Are, are we guilty of fraud? Are, are, are we, as church members, might we be possibly guilty of fraud in the area of missions? Now, <clears throat> hey, some of our fields are not being reaped. Because the laborers can't afford to get there. We've got fields in this world. We're responsible for the whole world. Isn't that right? Amen? Amen, church? Come on. Amen. Amen. We're responsible to reach the whole world. Do we have missionaries in every city of the world? Every country of the world? Maybe every continent, but there's a whole lot of fields where we don't have a reaper. Now, if, if we are to reap all those areas that the field is ours, then we need to do our best to get people into those fields. That's why your pastor desires to, to, that the mission program go and grow and grow and be able to take on more missionaries and, and, and be able to reach another field. Hey, let's get it. Let, maybe we can harvest that field too. I mean, the field's ours. Why let it waste? Why let it rot in the field? No, we want to reap all that we possibly can for the glory of our Savior. And so the desire of this church is to take on more missionaries because there are fields where there are no laborers. Why aren't there laborers? I guarantee it's not because missionaries don't call the pastor and ask to come. That's not the problem. No, the problem is there's only so much money to go around. There's only so much to go around. And, and, and the fields are ours. We've, we've got that responsibility. Uh, so, hey, the, the, the sad thing is, uh, like I say, some of the fields are not being reaped because, being raped because the, the, laborers, uh, hey, the laborers can't afford to get there. Uh, I mean, the problem is uh, too few are willing to hold the rope. Too few are willing to grab a hold of the financial rope and say, count on me. Count on me, missionary. Missionary, you, you, you count on me. I, I, I'll hold the rope for you while you go. And so they go from church to church to church to church to church to church and try to gain a little more support so they can somehow get out there and start reaping in the fields. Some churches are even guilty of fraud in their own ministries. It's sad. It's sad. Remember remember your pastor. Remember your pastor and, and those, who, those who labor in your fields. Amen? Remember them. They're, 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 doing, they're doing all they can for the glory of God, for the cause of Christ. And, and I, I'm sure you'd say, Brother Black, I, I want to be honest. I, I, I want to be honest in this area. I, I don't want to be guilty of fraud. Well, hey, ask the Lord. Lord, what would you have me give to missions? Well, what would you have me do for missions this year? Uh, you, you've already received a card. If you don't have one, uh, they'll get you one after service. But, uh, hey, it says, My Faith Promise Offering. Independence of God, I commit to give. And there's a blank space there. You can write in whatever, whatever God puts on your heart. Uh, every, and then you can write in the month or week or however often you're going to give toward worldwide missionary outreach of Community Baptist Temple for one full year from this date. And it says, Throughout the lifeline. Hey, we need, to be, we need to be throwing out the lifeline for the missionaries. Why? Because they're reaping our fields. And we say, I, I want to get involved. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. I, I mean, just simply ask the Lord, Lord, what would you have me give to Faith Promise Missions this year? 
No, no, wait a minute. I, I, I didn't say, Lord, what can I afford to give? That's not, I, that's not what I said. All right, Lord, what, what will you have me give? Uh, in other words, uh, by God's grace, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give every week, I'm going to give every week what God wants me to give. Uh, I, I mean, hey, what we're saying is, uh, hang, I'm, I'm going to hang on to that financial rope faithfully every week, and it'll be the exact amount that my God tells me to do. Now, you can trust the Lord. It's just a matter of, uh, sometimes, sometimes the reason we don't know what to, what, to, what to give. We don't have a peace about this thing, a mission's given, faith promise. We don't want to get involved. It's because we haven't honestly asked the Lord. Uh, I mean, honestly say, Lord, what would you have me give? Now, God knows your situation. God knows your bills. God knows your income. He knows all of that. Uh, God knows that little windfall that might be around the, around the corner that you don't know about. Yeah. God knows your washing machine's about to quit, but He can get another year out of it. <laughs> hey, God knows those things, you see. And you've got to trust Him. You've got to trust Him. Hey, uh, what I'm talking about, folks, is, is what can I trust the Lord to, to, to supply so I can give to faith promise and, and do my part in reaching the world for the glory of God. Fraud in missions. And by the way, there are some missionaries out there who are guilty of fraud. It's sad to say, but, but that, that's true. That's why your pastor is so cautious and careful about who he, who he uh, presents to the church and saying, I, I, I recommend we support this missionary. That, that's why he's so careful about that. That's, that's, why, that's why you need to read the missionary prayer letters. All right? When they come by, you, you, need, you need to look at them. You need to be uh, familiar like the missionary we heard from a little while ago. Uh, missionaries need that. They, they, they enjoy a little bit of feedback and, and, and staying in touch with them. Uh, by the way, you might, you might find out a little bit about that missionary if you stay in touch with him. You might find out that he's just lazing around, not doing anything. <laughs> and if that be the case, Pastor, I don't know that we ought to support this, this joker. <laughs> you know, I don't know about him. We need to check up on him a little bit because we don't want fraud in our missions. All right, and there's some guys out there that shouldn't be supported. But, but I, I know your pastor is so careful about that. Now, I wouldn't worry about that end so much. I'd worry about my end and make sure that I'm not guilty of fraud, that I'm doing what I need to do to reach the world with the gospel of Christ. Hey, make sure we're not guilty. Reaching the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God's got a great plan, doesn't he? Doesn't he? And like I said, I, I can't go to the world. You can't go to the world. But together, doing it God's way. Lord, we're going to need another laborer. Pray the Lord. Pray, for, pray the Lord. Send out laborers. Lord, Lord, we need more laborers. Lord, our faith promises come in. We're trusting you, Lord. We're going to do our part. We don't want any fraud and missions. And, and I'm involved. I'm putting my missions offering in. And the pastor says, Church, we got more money than we have missionaries. We need to pray. Pray the Lord send us another laborer. Pray I, I, we need to take somebody else on and don't have anybody else to take on. Wouldn't that be a good problem? Amen? I, I firmly believe that if every church member in every church would, would get involved in faith promise missions and say, Lord, what do you want me to give? And faithfully give it. I don't believe missionaries would be running around as long as they are on deputation. We'd be getting them to the field a whole lot sooner. 
You wouldn't call somebody up and you, have, you got a job for them. Hey, I'd like you to mow my lawn. Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. When can you get to it? Well, <clears throat> oh, uh, probably be a couple months. <laughs> it wouldn't fly, would it? But we, we want to hire a missionary to get to the field, and it's going to take him a few years to get there. Father in heaven, oh, Lord God, I pray that you'd help us. Lord, these are good folk. And Lord, I, I trust that they are doing their part. God, there could be somebody here in our presence that, for whatever reason, maybe they've been a little bit reluctant to get involved in faith promise missions. But Lord, they want to see the, field, the fields reaped. They, they want to see the world won, just like the rest of us. God, we all need to personally be involved in covering the wages for those who work on our behalf. 